Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Learn American English with this guy. It is episode 116. Thanks so much for tuning in. Um, So many people are finding the podcast, and I think it's because people have added some ratings on Apple Podcasts, but our listens are definitely climbing. They have been climbing for the last month, and I just have to thank all of you who have left ratings or have shared this podcast with a friend. Something's happening. I don't know what it is, but the podcast is definitely growing. The YouTube channel just hit 2,500 subscribers. I think we just hit 2550 today too so i just can't thank you guys enough such support from the community both on the podcast uh, on instagram the facebook page and of course in the youtube comments so thank you all for tuning in each time i hope that your english is getting noticeably better after listening to these today this episode is going to be a live stream i did yesterday and got a lot of great questions i hope you can listen to this while you're i don't know working out cleaning the house maybe getting ready to go to sleep whatever it is i hope this helps you thank you so much see you next time when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, everybody? How are you doing on this Wednesday? Hope everybody's doing well. We got Greece in the house. Athens here. Nori's here. Welcome from Hungary. Amina's here from Canada. Originally from Somalia. We, what is going on? Fellow American. He's in New York. Zobeda is here. From Iran, Adrian is here from Poland. Welcome, welcome. Ivana is also here from Poland. Fellow teacher, happy International Teachers Day. It was International Teachers Day a couple couple days ago. So welcome, welcome. All right, so Zobeda has some questions on Facebook, which is going to cause me to go... To Facebook, I, I hope I can handle that. Remember, I am a boomer. So the way this works, hopefully the microphone's uh, doing all right here. The way this works is that uh, this is American English with this guy. I'm this guy. I've been an English teacher in the United States for like 20 years. So hopefully I can answer all of your questions as it relates to English. I hope. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Amina had some really good ones that I would like to get to. Rod is here from Brazil. Michelle, welcome. 
Yes, it's been a little while. Michelle, where are you from? I have forgotten. But I believe, is it Saudi Arabia? But you also have um, Russian roots, but they're not exactly Russian. They're more, oh, I can't remember. Not Armenian, but a little, a little piece of, a smaller, smaller piece of Russia. Oh, these are good. The Zobeda, I've seen this before somewhere. So let's talk about Zobeda's. I wanted to do a, a short Instagram video on some of these. Some of these we don't use very often, but uh, I, I do have an Instagram that if the lesson is just a little too short, I will often do an Instagram video. And I thought this would make a good Instagram video here. Check out that if you would like. And go ahead and pin that, I think. So, let's put that right up there. Let's talk about these. I did one on wishy-washy. There's an Instagram post on wishy-washy. And basically that means when you don't say yes, you don't say no, you're in between. You know, if there was a party on Friday night, I use this example a lot. And we might say, um, I, yeah, I might go, I might not. That's, that's wishy-washy. That's wishy-washy. And um, Zobeda has a list of other words that are just funny to say. Lovey-dovey. Lovey-dovey. This is what a couple does who are in love. It may be a little bit hard to, to watch. If a couple is lovey-dovey and you're like the third wheel, here's another. If you're on a date, no, you're not on a date. But you see a couple, they are on a date and you're just with them. We call it the third wheel. And there's um, an, an Italian... I think it literally translates, no, maybe not, but third wheel, if they are all lovey-dovey, it's like, oh, hey, oh, oh, boo, 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 you know, calling each other all those little names, like, oh, snookums, that's in English, like, snookums, sweetie, oh, and they're like kind of kissing each other on the cheek, that's lovey-dovey, it's a little bit too much, right, I, you don't want to see that in public. We call that um, public, public displays of affection. Public displays of affection. We don't want to see that. So lovey-dovey. That's what lovey-dovey is. Like do that sometimes if a couple gets too lovey-dovey in public, we will say get a room. Get a room like meaning rent a hotel room. We don't want to see that. Get a room. Don't want to be too lovey-dovey in public. Get a room. What's another one here? I don't... Pinky Dinky. I don't know that. I don't know what that is. There was a cartoon that my kids used to watch called Pinky Dinky Do. I don't know if that's a British thing or not. Rosie Posey. I don't think that's used too much around here, but... If everything is going well, you might say it's, oh, it's all rosy posy. Uh, willy nilly. Willy nilly just means 
you're not being exact with something. Um, okay, if you go to the doctors and you get a shot, like it probably, whoever is giving you the shot, the doctor or the nurse, it should be pretty exact. You don't want them to be willy-nilly with the needle, just like sticking it anywhere. That's willy-nilly. All right, I hope, uh, I hope that helps. I don't know the last one there. Shilly Shally? It's fun to say. I don't know Shilly Shally. Shilly Shally. Uh, Amina had a couple good questions. Oh, Adriana is worried about the kitty. It's, um, it is raining out. Just kind of sprinkling. A nice pattering on the leaves. But yeah, that mangy cat is getting, is getting wet right now. Uh, I'm not bringing that cat inside. That is a mangy cat. All right, Amina, to brush up on, she was wondering what brush up, it's a great word to, it's a great phrasal verb to know, to brush up on. Um, you can think about paint. You can brush paint on a wall. Brush can actually be a verb. But when you brush up on something, let's say, uh, Amina, I'm assuming because you grew up in Somalia that you know Somali. But now that you've lived in Canada for a while, you may be forgetting your Somali. So if you were going back to Somalia, you might want to brush up on your Somali. And that would mean to um, review something you haven't been learning for a while. So if you had to give a speech, I gave a, um, put out a lesson with all of these phobias and the fear of public speaking was one of them. But if you had to give a speech and you were nervous, you might want to brush up on some of the techniques you use when giving a speech. Brush up. Relearn something you haven't learned in a while. All right, great question. I hope brush up on your English. Michelle, yeah, exactly. But I'm hoping none of you have to brush up on your English because you study it every day. You listen to some English every day. Um... Rod is wondering, oh, what's the difference between uh, to be in the door and to be at the door? This could, this could, you could literally, so Beta said it's funny. I hope she's talking about me. I try to be funny sometimes. English can be boring to learn. So this could be literally in the doorway, like yeah, and I can't move my camera right now, I would. But if you're in the doorway, that means you might have one foot in the house or one foot outside. You're, you're in the doorway. Um, if you're at the door, it might be a good place for you to knock. You could knock at the door. Um, but we sometimes use this for like maybe a job. And you might say, let's say you want a job. You know someone who works there. 
and they are going to put in a good word for you. They are going to put in a good word. That means they will tell their boss, hey, this person, they're applying for the job. They're really good. You should hire them. That means they put in a good word. If they do that for that job, it's almost like you have one foot in the door. So sometimes we use it like not physically. We would say um, like metaphorically, big words there. But you, you almost have that job. You got one foot in there. Like you might get the job because of that nice, nice word that the, the person gave you. I hope that helps. Oh, is Aroni here? I did not see Aroni. If he is, I would say, ciao. Ciao, amico mio. All right. Trying to find, okay, Zobeda has some other questions. I may get to those. I'm going to try to find someone else here. Welcome, Susanta's here. Welcome, Susanta. Mayor, Mayor is here. Hey, thanks for becoming a member. I don't think I've thanked you since you've become a member. If anyone would like to become a member, there are some good things there. For what, a dollar a month? You can get some bonus videos there. I try to put out one or two a week bonus videos. If you would like to become a member, boom, it's right up there. And if you see all those people with the little discs, they're members. I thought I saw one from Jao. Jao. Jao from Brazil. Welcome. Bom dia. Bom dia. May you tell what words to use to describe the bad smells from the body? Oh, sure. Oh, this is going to be fun. Yeah. All right. Um, if you want to use a little slang with someone who has like a smelly armpit, right? Smelly armpit. Like put some deodorant on. Um, you might say that stank. That stank. S-T-A-N-K. That's stank. Um, sometimes we just say B-O. B-O as in body odor. That dude on the bus today, he had some B-O. B-O. Body odor. He had the funk. He had the funk. Stay away from that guy. Stay. It's always a guy, right? Sometimes, sometimes women smell, but if I had to bet, it's going to be a dude. It's going to be a dude. Take a shower, brother. Take a shower. Take a shower. Um, Susanta. Um, man, I don't know what this means. Would you mind? I'm going to change it. Like, would you mind getting off my feet? I don't know. I don't know. But sometimes after a long day, when you sit down for the first time, you might say, oh, feels good to get off my feet. It feels good to get off my feet. You might also say, if your feet are hurting, you might 
if anybody watches The Office, Kevin Malone, I think, has said this. My dogs are barking. And that would mean my feet are hurting. So after a long day of work, if you were standing up, you could say, oh, feels good to get off my feet. My dogs were barking. Hope that helps. Maz, good to see you here. He says, easy peasy. Easy peasy. I think I did that one on Instagram. Easy. I think I did. I think I did. Easy peasy. Oh, Yasin. Hey, I remember seeing you in uh, Bob the Canadian's chat too. And I think I answered a question from Yasin, but it might have been on YouTube last week, two weeks ago. Man, um, last night, there wasn't, there wasn't a debate last night. He was wondering, he's wondering, what's your major takeaway from last night's debate? And the major takeaway we would say is like, what, what's the one thing that stood out to you maybe? What's the one thing that made an impression on you? Um, but yeah, if we're talking about the debate that was last week between Trump and Biden, your guess is as good as mine. Your guess is as good as mine, meaning I don't know. Your guess is as good as mine. I mean, there was so much interrupting. People were trying to talk over each other. Um, people were trying to talk over each other. We might say that when somebody is always interrupting the other person. They're trying to talk over each other. Yeah, there is a debate tonight, though. The two vice presidents, Kamala Harris, who is Joe Biden's vice presidential nominee, vice presidential nominee, and then Mike Pence, our current vice president. All right, I feel I am missing a lot. Nah, Erroni is here. Welcome. Benvenuto, Erroni. Asma has a question. What is the meaning of peer-to-peer? So if someone is your peer, it is basically someone the same age as you. It's equal people, my peers. So the, the teachers I work with, they're my peers. They're not above or below. Um... My neighbor, he's 90. I've talked about him before. Um, he's not my peer. I helped him today with his trash. That's, enough, that's a whole nother story I could talk about. But so um, peer to peer, the only time I have heard of that is like peer to peer file sharing. And that is usually like illegally sharing music, peer-to-peer. Um, tactics. That's just the way that you uh, approach something. So in tonight's debate, 
I'm sure Kamala Harris, one of her tactics will be to talk about how badly Trump has been handling the coronavirus in the United States. Mike Pence, the vice president, one of his tactics will probably be to accuse Joe Biden for being in politics for 47 years and not really changing much. So a tactic, there are military tactics. If you are fighting in a battle, you know, the generals might have a military tactic. So uh, Nori is saying file sharing. Who would ever do such a thing, right? It's illegal. Nobody does it. We're all honest people in here. We are all honest people in here. Eric, welcome. Eric, he is wondering if there is anything worth seeing in the state of Maine. Of course. Of course. Um, take a look at the video I made of uh, visiting an American tourist attraction. I visit um, Portland Headlight. It's beautiful. We have mountains. We have the ocean. Oh, Nori says Acadia National Park. Come on. Come on. Lots of stuff here. Zobeda says it was like a kindergarten debate. It kind of was, wasn't it? Like our president, literally, uh, the, the moderator, the person that was trying to control the debate, his name is Chris Wallace, he said to our president, Mr. President, you need to stop interrupting. And our president, oh, he was doing it too. He did it too. Kindergarten, right, Zobeda? All right, what else? What else here? Angelo. Angelo, I didn't see you here. Welcome. Uh, so, Luke is saying that before New York was called New York, it was called New Amsterdam. That is true. 100% true. We actually have, I think, a vodka brand here called New Amsterdam. Mm -hmm. And the next state over is Pennsylvania. And there are people who came here 200 years ago called the Pennsylvania Dutch. So some people think... They are from Holland, originally, from the Netherlands, originally. But the Pennsylvania Dutch, if you ever hear that, it's actually, we messed it up. It's actually Deutsch, and they're from Germany. So just the next state over. But New Amsterdam is what New York used to be called, New York City. And then in the next state over, there is a large amount of German descendants, they're, the immigrants came over a couple hundred years ago, but their descendants, their great-great-grandchildren, now live there. All right. Am I missing stuff in the chat? I hope not. I hope not. Uh, Aroni is here, and he has a YouTube channel if you are looking to learn English. And Rod is here, the two moderate... The two moderators, they are moderate. 
And they both have excellent YouTube channels. You should definitely check out. Ivana, also a teacher. To my knowledge, she does not have a YouTube channel. But she is a Polish teacher in Poland. And she is wondering what app I use for remote teaching. And remote teaching is what I'm doing. I go to my school. I have a classroom. But all of my students are at their houses. That's what we call remote teaching. And I use Zoom. Zoom is free right now. Zoom has been recommended. And if you become a member, we try to get together on Zoom at least once a month, sometimes twice a month uh, for a video chat. And Rod is there, Angelo is there. Nori's been there a couple times. Adriana is there. Aroni is there. Ah, Shea is wondering, uh, what expression or idiom to describe someone who forgets a lot? Someone who forgets a lot. Um, we might say scatterbrain. A scatterbrain can't keep their thoughts together, so they often forget things. trying to think of another one though there's one on the tip of my tongue i can't remember it maybe somebody can help me in the chat forgetful frank i don't think that's one am i making that up if i uh, don't use that one forgetful frank should be a capital f i don't i don't know i can't remember Scatterbrain works though. I was trying to come up with a better one, but it's about as good as it gets right now. Sorry. Oh no. Oh, I'm scattered? Nori says, I'm scattered? Yeah. If you're having kind of a bad day and your thoughts are all over the place, you can say, oh man, I'm, I'm scattered right now. I need to focus. Focus is the opposite of being scattered. A forgetful Frank. Rod said it's it's correct. All right. So I will I will agree with that. Thank you, Rod. Uh, Amina is wondering what does it mean to cold call someone? Cold call. This often happens with uh, jobs. So maybe you don't know if they're hiring or not. You haven't done any research before. You're just going to cold call them and you're just going to try to see if they're hiring. I think in the office, I know there are some fans of the office here. Sometimes the salespeople, they will cold, cold call potential clients. They will just call people out of the blue. We also use that out of the blue with no warning, no research. They haven't talked to them before. They're just going to cold call them and hope they need paper. Just call these businesses. Hey, I'm Dwight Schrute from um, Dunder Mifflin. Are you interested in buying some paper? Do you want to change your plan? Whoever you're with, we can do a better job. That's a cold call. I hope that works. Hope that helps. 
Cold call. Ivana says, thanks for answering my question. Of course. Brian says, I sound exactly like Trump. Now, I have done my Trump impression before in here. And um, once I start it, though, I can't stop. It's just so fun. You could, you could try it at home. And then he, ha he has his hands like this. Have you, have you noticed Trump's hands are pretty small? I've, I've noticed that. They're pretty small. China. He says that quite a bit too, right? China. Going to build a wall. Uh, I'm not feeling it today, but um, I, I like to do Trump sometimes. Baby. <laughs> Ma says baby hands. Now, in the United States, I hope at China, Aroni says. I don't know if this is the same around the world. But we sometimes say that somebody's hands, a man, his hands are equal to another part of his body. We say that about feet also. So I don't know. Um, yeah, I could, I could say that I imitate him or I'm doing my impression of Trump. Uh, it would probably take me too long to find the... Uh, the eggplant emoji. I probably can't find it. But uh, a dinosaur. Oh, with the little hands. Could be. Yeah, I can't find the eggplant emoji. I think. I think most people know what I'm talking about, though. This is a family channel. But small feet and small hands sometimes equals small other things. Let's just put it like that. Oh, I want so badly to find that eggplant. But I know you guys are looking to learn English. You're not here for me to find eggplant emojis. Okay. Let's continue. There are some teenagers watching here. So mind out of the gutter. We sometimes say that mind out of the gutter. Mind out of the gutter. Mayor has a question. Angelo says, let me see if I can find Mayor's question. I skipped. I skipped. I No, I never skip questions. I just missed it. Wait, Joey's feet are small, Zobeda? What's that say? How you doing? How you doing? Uh, I see it now, Mayor, I think. Okay. When we, when do we use in mind... And when do we use on mind? Hmm. Okay. Let me use two examples here, but this is a, a pretty big question. Let's say you have a friend. Let's pretend you have a friend and you are going out on a Friday night. I love this example. I always use this example. You're going out to eat. And you may ask your friend, oh, what did you have in mind? What did you have in mind? Meaning, do you want Italian food? Do you want Chinese food? Do you want Greek food? What did you have in mind? Now, if, if you have somebody on your mind, or if you have something on your mind, that means you're thinking about it. So lately, mm, I've had winter on my mind because it's starting to get cold out. 
So I hope that helps. I hope that helps. Um, Brent, in my memories, is that Lieti? Lieti? Um, Brent, in my memories, I've been learning at school, we don't pronounce the T in often. Yeah, often, often, you might see it written as a T, but we actually pronounce it with a D. There are a lot of words like that. So often, it's almost like no sound there or a D sound, like often. I just did it with a T there, but often. It's a soft T, often. Sometimes yes, sometimes no, but we don't say often, 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 often. Oh no. Did Zobeda say that she's going to ask a math, math question? I hope that was for somebody else. Um, Kane Yo-Yo, welcome. Maz says, Queen Elizabeth pronounces often like orphan. 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 I like to have tea and crumpets. Orphan. Kane Yo-Yo is wondering, can you teach me some local slang that I probably haven't heard of? I probably could. Let's see. Hmm. What do we use up here in Maine? Uh, oh. This is a family channel, right? I shouldn't, I shouldn't talk about, um, going to the bathroom. I won't, I won't, I won't do that one. Um, what do we say up here? It's the only thing I can think of is the, um, I don't want to do that though. I mean, let's, what's a good one up here that we use? Ah, they're all bathroom ones I'm thinking of. Um, I know that this is a, is you, most of you are above this, but if you have to go to the bathroom and I'm not talking about peeing, urinating, um, you might hear up here in Maine, I got to go take a digger. We don't pronounce the R's in Maine. I got to go take a digger. Meaning I got to sit down and use the bathroom. Or I got to take a steamer. You know, I don't know why you would announce that to people, but I have heard that. I've never used it, but I've heard some of my less educated friends say that. Got to take a steamer. Got to take a digger. Um, that's about all I can think of for local slang. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's I, I will try to do better next time. Whatchamacallit? Oh, whatchamacallit? Nice. Thank you, Zoe. Thank you. Uh, Shea is wondering, what routines do I do to get my house ready for the winter. I was thinking about that today. Luckily, there aren't too many. When I was a kid, I know my parents would put plastic over the windows to keep it warmer inside. Um, luckily, windows are made a little better these days. I don't have to do that. But I do have some patio furniture on my deck. I sometimes do live streams from my deck. I will have to take that in and put it inside the shed. I think actually we have an emoji for the shed. We do. 
case you're wondering what my, what my shed looks like. Um, members only though. Members only can use the shed emoji. Not many people use that. Uh, what else do I need to do? I need to mow the lawn again because I want the grass to be short before winter. Um, other than that, not we, okay. So Jamie, my wife, maybe you have seen her. She asked me today how our oil is. Rod is using the, the shed emoji. Um, because our oil tank I actually did a video a long time ago where I showed my oil tank. Um, Nori asked a question and I answered it on a video. We want to make sure that that's full because the oil, the price of oil goes up more in the winter. So we actually have three fourths of a tank right now, which is good, but it's cheaper to buy oil in the summer and fall than it is to buy it in the winter. Spring can be a little expensive too. Yes, we have, somebody said we have a mattress. Oh, the boomer, the boomer emoji. Uh, I Somebody comments, um, Rod said we missed the mattress. Somebody commented on one of my older live streams today and I looked back at it. The mattress was right out back of there. I know that Erroni loved the mattress. And I noticed that I had, I had gained some weight back in like May. You know, quarantine, the quarantine 15, 15 pounds. A lot of people gained 15 pounds during quarantine. I'm still trying to lose some of that quarantine 15. Oh, Adriana is wondering if the shed is a place for super secret member meetings. No, not yet. It's getting rather full. My uh, lawnmower is in there, but maybe one day, maybe one. The Wi-Fi isn't so good out there. The Wi-Fi isn't. Adriana says winter is coming. That, that was a meme a while ago, wasn't it? Winter is coming. Oh... Marina is wondering, um, do we have teacher slang? Oh, for teachers, and maybe Ivana knows this, we have so many words that are actually acronyms. So we have like an IEP. That's an individualized educational plan, an IEP. SOP, Standard Operating Procedure. FERPA, that's a law that protects people in the United States from having their um, like grades released. Like I can't talk about any student's information. Like if they have a learning disability, it's called FERPA violation. So there are some like teacher slang or teacher, uh, we might call it jargon but it's all so boring. It's all so boring, I'm sorry. Sorry. Oh, Ibrahim says I don't see, there's a lot of comments coming. I'm trying to find it. Ibrahim, I did not see your comment. Maybe I will look for it. Uh, Adriana is wondering, a sedative. 
Is that only a medical term? No. Um, some people might say, oh, I took a sedative to help me sleep better. So people who aren't doctors would use that. I would know what that meant. A sedative is basically to help you sleep. Yeah, so not just medical. Ibrahim, I see he said about the penny, about the penny. Uh, Angelo is wondering, how do you pronounce oftentimes? Yeah, I guess the T is a little more pronounced there. Oftentimes, oftentimes, whoops. That did not, oftentimes. All right, Ibrahim, I don't see it. Can you put it down in the comments again? What? Ibrahim, I would never block you. Ibrahim is probably, man, he's one of the original like 10 subscribers, I think, to this channel. Ibrahim, I would never block you. Never. Mahdi says medical jargon. Yes, that term jargon, I think a fly flew in here. Jargon means words that are like specialized for a certain profession. So teachers would have jargon. Business people would have their own jargon. The medical field would have their jargon. Ah, Fabio is from Italy is in here. Welcome. Benvenuto, amico mio. I have told Erroni that I will start my Italian lessons on italki soon. I just have to work up the courage. I've been speaking a lot of Italian in my head. I'm probably messing it up. I'm just trying to, trying to get it out there. Um, Fabio asked a question and I got talking about myself. Sorry, Fabio. Uh, to put off, to push back, to postpone. Do they all have the same meaning? Yes, 100%. Postpone might be a little bit more official. But it's raining right now. And if I had to mow the lawn today, I might say, uh, I'm going to put off mowing the lawn until it stops raining. But I wouldn't say I'm going to postpone. Postpone would be more a, like a meeting with colleagues at work. You would postpone the meeting. Um, oh man, here's another good one too. Procrastinate. <coughs> Excuse me. So to procrastinate, that means to put off. So I might procrastinate but that's my own fault like if you procrastinate you could have done it you're just pushing it back all the time and procrastinating is a bad thing here oh no i should apologize why 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 ibrahim why should he apologize to me no need to apologize angelo says michelle has an interesting question I don't know what is going on with uh, 
with Ibrahim. I would never block him. Now I'm trying to find uh, Michelle. Michelle. Is this the question? Brent, this baffles me. Oh my gosh. This is crazy. Michelle. No, I don't want to get too crazy. Um, yeah, never mind. I won't talk about Bader Meinhof. I was going to talk about that. Forget it, forget it, forget it. But he wonders, why do people say assassinated only for celebrities or, you know, political presidents get assassinated, high-ranking officials? And while I was mowing my lawn today, I had an hour off from lunch, from school. I had an hour off for lunch. We work from home on Wednesdays. I was listening to a podcast that talked about the difference between assassinate, murder, and manslaughter. Yeah, so assassinate is reserved. Like, assassinate is murder. But the term assassinate is reserved or meant only for someone who is popular, but mostly political. Political. So, geez, you know, Taylor Swift is a big celebrity that that I just thought of. You know, hopefully, you know, she's never murdered. But I would say that we would use the term for a celebrity like Taylor Swift as murdered. But a president, a senator, a high-ranking official killed, murdered for their political beliefs, then we would say assassinated. Yeah. So I don't know why it's only reserved for that, but the podcast, and I know Ibrahim listens to a lot of English podcasts. You may all listen to a lot of English podcasts. Um, it's called Stuff They Don't, all capitals, Stuff They Don't Want You To Know. Okay. Stuff They Don't Want You To Know. It just came out today and they were talking about assassinations starting to rain a little more heavily now. All right. Adriana is wondering maddening. I can't even say that word. If it's, if it's maddeningly, we don't, we, that is more of a British term in the United States. We only really use mad for angry, mad and angry in great Britain. They will use mad like for crazy, you know, crazy in the head. Okay. We do this if somebody is crazy. But in, in England, they say they've gone mad. They've gone mad. All right. So, Ibrahim. We do have moderators here. If if Ibrahim needs to be blocked, Rod in, in Aron, he can take care of it. I'm going to shut that window. The rain's getting a little loud. But of course... Ibrahim was kidding, was kidding. But I haven't, I haven't seen your, um, I'm sorry. I want to see your question. Oh, Mahdi likes the sound. Well, open it back up. Mahdi's been a channel member for a long time. What Mahdi says, Mahdi gets. The rain. 
Hear it again. <clears throat> oh, um, Nori, I love this question. I don't know if it's to me, but I am going to talk about transparent. Like a parent? No, it's not like a parent. But uh, transparent, so literally, like my window is transparent. Light can pass through it. I can see through it. But if um, you're talking about maybe the government, you want your government to be transparent with its citizens. And transparent can also mean honest. Okay. Transparency. We're looking for transparency from our president. We want honesty. Okay. Hope that helps. Ah. I'm going to copy and paste your name because I will probably mess it up. Janon. Janon? The window is open again. The window is open again. You ask and you shall receive. Oh no, Kane Yo-Yo, you've gone mad, bro, bro. Is that for me? You've gone mad. I've not. I have not gone mad yet. Maybe, maybe a little bit. Maybe a little bit. Okay, I'll meet you halfway. Maybe a little bit. I'll meet you halfway. That means when you want to agree with someone, like halfway. I'll meet you halfway. Kane Yo-Yo says, I have gone mad. At first I said no, but now I'm admitting maybe a little bit. I'll meet you halfway, Kane Yo-Yo. I'll meet you halfway. <clears throat> okay, so Ibrahim, weird question. Oh my gosh. If you were given a choice between taking $3 million in cash now, now, I take the $3 million, now, now, and a single penny, that doubles in value. Oh gosh, this sounds like a trick question. Um, a, a single penny that doubles in value every day for 31 days. So basically like what is one to the 31st power? I think it's big, I think it's big. Um, why don't you pick and then we can split it. How about that? I'll follow your lead. I will follow your lead. Jamie is here. Welcome. Ja who? I would not. Yeah, I would take the three million. Uh, no. Um, Ibrahim is going to decide, and then we will split it. I'll let him decide. Uh, Jamie and my son went to play golf. The weather was calling for rain, <coughs> excuse me, but they thought it might hold off. They thought the rain might hold off. And that means kind of like postpone, kind of delay, but it didn't. As you can hear, as Madi said, it's raining. Choose carefully. Hmm. 
Three million is a lot of money. Three million is a lot of money. All right, Nori is wondering, how do you use Glide? Uh, not for birds, for fish, uh, but figuratively for humans. Glide along life. Yeah, it does. It does. So if somebody is gliding along in life, it, um, we might also say cruising. Cruising along. Oh, Madi says close the window. It's cold. Okay. Madi controls the window. Whatever he says goes. The window is now closed. Thank you, Madi. Um, it just means that they haven't had a lot of difficulty in life. If you're just kind of gliding along, sailing along, we might also say that. Just, you know, Madi thinks that's funny. You know, it's just um, no real worries. Just kind of cruising along through life. So hopefully you all are cruising along in life, gliding along. No real big ups and downs. We sometimes say that for when life is hard. It's kind of a down, up, meaning it's good. Whoa. So Abraham said, if I chose one penny that doubles every day, I got $10 million. Man, you know what, though? Uh oh, my phone, the battery's dying. It's got 20% left. Um, $3 million or $10 million? I mean, geez, that's more money than I'll ever have. I'll take $3 million. The $10 million might help out my kids, but I don't care about them. Let's go $3 million. Uh, Kane Yo-Yo is wondering, have I ever heard this expression, sweet as? Yeah, we sometimes say um, sweet as honey. We might say that, it's sweet as honey. Um, sweet as a peach. But we probably would say pretty as a peach more. But yeah, sweet as honey. If someone is really nice, you could describe them as sweet as honey. Sweet as honey. What's up? Jamie is here. Did you want to say hi to anybody? Hi, guys. How are you? Just bringing him a cord for his phone. Oh, thanks. I, had a, I don't have it. Um, it won't reach. Oh. It won't reach, but it's okay. I have, some, I have some other things that I have to do. I was going oh. to end in a couple minutes, but oh. you're watching the stream. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Hi, Angelo. How many's here? All right. Welcome. See you guys. Have okay. fun. See ya. Have a good one. Mm -hmm. Lieti is here. I hope I'm saying that correctly. Welcome. Yeah, Jamie should uh, do another live stream, a solo live stream, maybe at some point. Um, the honest truth, though, is once we started back at school about three weeks ago or a month ago, Things have gotten really busy, which is why I, I can't go live Friday mornings. I'm teaching. I wish I could. This past Saturday, it was crazy. So we will try to get in another live stream for Miss Jamie. Oh, Fabio is wondering, what's the difference between... 
Oh, Kiwi slang. Maz says sweet as. So maybe I'm using it wrong. Just sweet as. In, in the U.S., you would have to put something with it, like sweet as honey. What's the difference between turnover and overturn? Okay. Okay, so literally, you know, reading a book here, Erroni. I'm reading the, uh, the Long Walk again in English, and I got it in uh, Italian as well. A couple Italian books here I was reading. Right there, right there. So I could I could turn over this book like uh, I physically just I just turned it over. Maybe you're you're cooking a pancake, right? And you want to turn over the other side. But overturn that would be more like a decision that was reversed. So let's go back to that assassination thing. And somebody was found guilty for assassinating somebody. One judge could say they're guilty. But then maybe when they appeal, when they want another judge to look at it, that judge could overturn the decision and let them out of prison. So overturn would mean to to completely reverse, to completely change a decision. Hope that helps. Hope that helps. Zineb is wondering, can I make a video about the uh, Trump-Biden debate? My gosh. I, I can't even make heads or tails from that. Heads or tails. Meaning... I can't even figure out what those two men were saying. It was just, they were talking over each other. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I have, um, somebody wanted me to make a video on the difference between Republicans and Democrats. And I should, I should say, I should do that video. It's interesting how some of my older videos are being watched and I'm seeing some comments on there. So I did make I did make a video not about the Biden Trump debate long time ago. I made a video on how Americans like select their president. I talked about the primaries. So that is there, but I should make a video on Republicans and Democrats, what it means to be a Republican in the US, what it means to be a Democrat in the US. Because, you know, some people are interested in that. Uh-oh. Flitter. Flitter. Uh-oh. Amina says no. No what? No what? I would, I would like to thank, um, I just see all a lot of members right there. Nori, Rod, Amina, Michelle, Madi. Uh, with those yellow discs, a lot of people. That means they've been members for at least two months. I think it's three months, though. Thank you so much. I was able to buy uh, a GoPro to do a little vlogging and some some lights that I'm using right now. So thank you so much. You guys are, are really helping me out. Uh, okay. So Nori is talking about like Flitter from job to job. Yeah, it, it means not staying in one place for very long. 
So you could um, flitter from job to job. You could flitter from boyfriend to boyfriend. You could flitter from girlfriend to girlfriend. It just means you don't stay in one place very long. Yeah, hope that helps, Nori. Hope that helps. Yeah, Angelo, thank you. All the members that are here right now, thank you so much. Uh, and even if you aren't members, I mean, some people, I mean, just if you're watching this now, thank you. You probably watched an ad before this stream started and you're also helping me grow this channel. So thank you so much for that. Right. Oh, okay. Nori is talking about some Facebook, some books in the Facebook group. I, I was thinking about doing this, like, like my top, um, five books maybe that I think could help English learners. You know, I might do a, a, a basic book and then some more advanced books. I think most people in this chat are probably pretty advanced. Arrivederci, William. William, William has been around for a long time too. I was reading back on some of the older comments and William was there. And then Arroni got me this book. I need to read this. Tutto sera perfecto, perfecto. Everything will be all right, right? Thank you, Arroni. Right. Oh, Amina, thank you. Thank you. Uh, my pleasure to answer those questions. Right. Any other? Uh, Shea is wondering, can I make a video about headline vocabulary? Yeah, let me write that down. Headlines. Yeah, it's a good idea, Shea. All right, maybe one more question here. Oh, Mahdi is what? Life Without Limitation. No, I haven't read that book. I'm not familiar with that book. Uh, and I see Nori asking <clears throat> Janan, Janan about um, making time for studying English. And luckily, I think where most of you are at, it is super hard to find time these days. Hopefully, one of the best things you can do, though, is listening. And I know Ibrahim and I follow a lot of the same language teachers. And they, Steve Kaufman, one of my favorites, swears by this, like listening. So if you have a little time in the car ride or the train ride, try to put in some listening Maybe a, an English pod. I have a podcast. It's called Learn American English with this guy. And yeah, Learn American English with this guy. And you can put like this live stream will be a podcast there. And I like doing podcasts because you don't have to worry about the YouTube video like switching in your pocket. You know, you can just listen to it. So this will be on the podcast. You can just listen to this. 
Um, so if you think you don't have an, a lot of time to study English, probably right. But if you get to uh, an intermediate level, sometimes just listening can really help you increase that um, knowledge that you're looking for. It's, it's the, the podcast is just like this, just like this. Only I took off the learn. Shadowing. Yes, Nori, thanks. Um, shadowing, I think, is important too. And in the last couple of videos that I've made, I've tried to put in more shadowing where I will take a, a complex sentence where you'll need a comma somewhere there. And then I'll say it a couple times and flash the words on the screen to hopefully help you with shadowing. Rod. Did I, did I thank Rod? Rod has been a huge supporter of the channel. Thank you all so much. Law. Law has been around for a long time too though. And I'm probably missing a couple people in here who have been around for a long time. But thank you so much. Ivana's been around for a long time too. Thank you. Zobeda's been around. Zobeda has a good Instagram. What do you call it? Instagram. It's not a channel. An Instagram profile. Her Instagram is very good. What is it? 24-7 EN. Can you write it, Zobeda? And I know, I know you're, uh, did I forget my never ending question? Zobeda is wondering. I, I didn't, her Instagram page. <laughs> Thank you. Arif. Thank you so much. Hey, Arif. How are you? So Shay is saying thank you. I learned a lot. I hope I hope so. Dreams. Dreams. Karjil. How are you? Oh, watching live. My first time watching live. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. I hope you learned a little something. And I hope that um, if you are watching Instagram page. Thank you, Zabeda. Yeah. If you um, are watching this on replay. Hey, hope it's helping. If you are listening on the podcast. Ibrahim is saying that The Stand by Stephen King is one of my favorite books. It totally is. I would probably not recommend it, though, because it's so stinking big. It's like over a thousand pages. It's really good to read now with it could be the best thing you read or the worst thing you read with COVID going around. But it's all about this virus that kills 90% of the population in the stand and it kills them quickly, but it's a really long book. So I don't know if I would recommend that. And Erroni, as I'm reading back through the long walk, I love this book, but it's written in an alternate universe and it was written almost 40 years ago. So some of the language they use here is probably very difficult. But I know Aroni read it uh, earlier this year. Yeah, Michelle is wondering if I could make a video about, you know, political jargon. We could use that word again, jargon. Um, I could, yeah, as long as I, you know, and I can do that without saying if I'm a Republican or a Democrat. 
But that word jargon, again, political jargon, I could do that. I could do that, political jargon. And I mean, to be honest about the, the vote Trump or Biden, I mean, really, is anybody that excited to vote for Trump or Biden, especially after that debate? It's like, oh my gosh. Like Zobeda said, it's like, you know, kindergartners. Okay. Um, did you see that? I will copy and paste Zobeda. Zobeda has a great Instagram page. And I think if you add .com, right? I'll, I'll add the .com. So, yeah. All right. So I think I should probably be getting going. Before I do, though, it looks like Nori and Jamie are talking about two words that I will pronounce. Okay. This right here. Are they pronounced the same way? Jamie, oh my gosh. Um, so a custodian is another word we have for a janitor. Janitor, someone who cleans up. And I think they've talked about that. Um, if somebody has custody of a child... That means probably, no, that could be their parent, but it means they're responsible for them. So if a wife and, wife and husband divorce, they might have split custody. So maybe one week the child will spend with the father, the next week the child will spend that week with the mother. So custodian, someone who cleans up the school, Custody of a child. Um, guardian is another way to say if it's not the child's mother or father that is responsible for them, we might say guardian. So in school, we sometimes say, please have your parent or guardian sign this permission slip. Parent or guardian or guardianship, as Madi said, guardianship. Michelle is talking about Putin. I probably shouldn't talk about Putin. Uh, Rod, you're you're very welcome, Rod. You're very welcome. Acrophobia, Madi says. Yeah, I yeah we spoke about that in the chat. What are some of my real phobias? Um, yeah, I don't really like high places. Uh, my my son and I will go bridge jumping. It's about 30 feet. I'm good at 30 feet. You know, it's kind of high, but it's not that high. Like Ace, my son, he'll he'll go off like 70 feet. He doesn't care. I, I'm not so brave. <coughs> Excuse me. All right. Um, I think Brace for Impact, last one. How about do that? Enough. Um, hey, if you haven't subscribed to the channel, don't forget, subscribe, ring that bell so you never miss a lesson. Brace for impact. You might hear that on a plane that's about to crash. Brace for impact. Brace yourself means to prepare. I think Adriana mentioned um, bracing for winter. Like you need to prepare for winter. Impact is 
you know, just two things hitting. It might be the plane and the water. Oh, so brace for impact means get ready. Something bad is going to happen. Something bad is going to happen. All right. Uh, Madi is wondering about, I don't mind flying out of an airplane. Um, I don't like turbulence. Turbulence is what we say in English for when the plane's bouncing around. Turbulence. But it's not too bad. Maz says brace for impact. Probably the last thing you'll hear. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, that would be bad. Especially if you're... Uh, what would we call that? Um, I was afraid to see cat phobia in your video. I'm glad you didn't talk about it. It probably comes from the Latin. What would we call cat phobia? Is it feline phobia? Feline phobia? I'm not sure. Hey! Piazza Square Italiano. Benvenuto sul mio canale. Um, they are great. I was watching them. I, I think you had a live today that I, I will watch on replay. But um, Piazza Square Italiano. I don't, husband, wife? I don't know. Um, how do you say husband and wife in Italian? Moglie e marito. Or ragazzi. Ragazzo. I'm not sure if they are. Marito and moglie. So they're husband and wife. They're husband and wife. All right, I, got, I, got, I got my Italian books right here. I got my Italian. I was, I was studying it before I came on. Right there. Arroni. Let's talk. Um, sorry about banging the camera there. My, my Italian books. Uh, let's talk Italian with Arroni is in here. Please encourage him to get on camera. He has a great podcast. For learning Italian, you guys should do a collab one day. All right, so, oh, <laughs> Kane Yo Yo knows Italian. He says pineapple pizza. Nice. Which I love pineapple pizza as an American. Amo pizza Ananias. But I know how Italians feel about pineapple pizza. Put a little ham on there. It's good. It's good. All right. I must, I must go. It looks like Madi must go. So Madi was opening and closing the window. He says bye. I must say bye. I must say bye. Oh, no. <laughs> Not going to teach me about the pineapple pizza. Oh, I understand. Breakfast pizza, too. We have that in the United States which I'm sure, colazione, right? That's breakfast pizza, colazione, pizza colazione. I love it. Breakfast pizza, put a little egg on the pizza. It's good. Americans have really messed up. Uh, Angelo is wondering, yes, Hawaiian pizza would be pineapple and ham. I hear it is very popular in Italy. I think they invented it, actually. All right, you guys, um, thank you so much. I went way longer than I thought. This was fun. I will uh, hang out in the chat for a little while longer. Ca oh, catch up on the pizza. Now, Victor, Vi Vi I, even as an American, I, I cannot 
back you up on that. Ketchup on pizza? Mm-mm. No, that you, you've crossed the line there, mister. You've crossed the line. All right, awesome people in here. Thank you so much. I hope you learned a little something. I am going to go live next on Saturday, I think. Live next on Saturday. All right, thank you all. Adios, amigos.